0: Hello and welcome to Flustercock, the bad movie review podcast where things aren't as they seem because one of us has to say good things, one of us has to say bad things. Gentlemen, are you prepared for today's podcast?
1: I am prepared. I was born ready, Rick.
0: Okay, the movie we are reviewing today, I gave you the movie Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Now, I'm just going to put this out there, we have done The Room before. Um, we did it uh, when it was just Alex and I doing it at the end of our other podcast, the tag podcast. Um, he gave me the review, uh, the movie to review, and I was less than savoury about it, shall we say.
2: Did you know that chocolate is the symbol of love? You don't understand anything, man. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. You're lying, I never hit you. You're, did you know that chocolate is the symbol of love? You don't understand anything, man. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. You're lying, I never hit you. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Danny, two is great, but three is a crowd. I did not hit her, it's not true, it's bullshit, I did not hit her, I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. You think girls like to cheat? In the
0: meantime, the film has really grown on me. I'd even put it in my top five favourite films. Just, It's just... For for all the cinematography and sort of masterful sort of arts of something like The Godfather, you have this other end of the spectrum. Um, you know, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, if, if you were to put it in sort of like uh, a ranking of one to ten, Tommy Wiseau's The Room would always be one, even if one was bad or good. Gentlemen, don't you agree? Considering neither of you know whether
1: you're defending or...
3: Um there certainly are your opinions sir. I I and I
1: like and I like that you have them.
0: I genuinely like this film. I've got a real passion for this film. After sort of what like 6 months later. It's taken me 6 months to appreciate this film. And that there is the well, sign the
2: film, the film
3: certainly does contain a lot of
0: passion. <laughs> okay. Um Oh, see, I really don't know who I want defending this piece and who I want um, telling the truth. So I'm genuinely going to flip a coin. Alex, heads or tails?
1: tails? Tails. I'll have what Alex doesn't have.
0: Okay, it's heads. Sam, you are defending the film. Alex, you can tell the truth.
2: It's an awful piece of shit
0: <laughs> uh, Isn't it just beautiful Isn't it just the best film ever Sam
2: <laughs> Dead
1: It has colour
0: Which is surprising because the poster doesn't <laughs> Putting that out there. Okay. It comes in technicolour. Let's have a think of some loaded questions then. Uh, I'd like to know your thoughts on the soundtrack, both of you. Alex?
3: I was impressed the way that uh, they managed to find love songs to put over the extended scenes of lovemaking. And, but, uh, it, it's it seems to me that, uh, they must have had a little trouble with editing the sound as, uh, all the lovemaking scenes go on for an entire song. <laughs>
2: um,
3: and I thought the repetition of, uh, of the establishing shots musics, um, was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> just the same piece of crappy music again and again. During the middle of breaking up scenes that didn't need breaking up, um, yeah, it's all all pretty okay. shit. I, I I I guess the songs they played during the love making didn't make me want to rip my ears off, but then again, I was zoning out for those scenes.
0: It's not really your thing,
3: <laughs> not quite. I fear
0: Sam. What did you think of the the, uh, the soundtrack?
1: See. When you hire Hans Zimmer for your, for your film, you are always guaranteed some level of artistry. And what I really like, which I thought was really clever, was I was watching um, a thing on YouTube recently that showed me how, um, you know how um, during the early scenes when they're uh, they're planning the heist, they play the Edith Piaf song, uh, Je ne regrette Rien" or whatever it's, you know, the- I have no regrets, yeah, yeah, or whatever, Put yeah, in yeah. French. <laughs> I like how um, the actual, the main, the main theme from the film, you know, the, you know, the infamous, uh-huh. boom, is actually, um, it's very cleverly done. What they did is they actually took the, um, the, the opening of the Edith Piaf uh, song, slowed it down a uh, bunch, and, and played it throughout the rest of the film to make that signature film, which is a really nice, clever way of showing how, you know, in dreams, the ta- you know, time in dreams can be moving forward, but in, in, in real life, it's actually going very, very slowly. I thought that was really clever. And it's the kind of it's the kind of brilliance that that Hans Zimmer will bring to a production.
0: Now I like the approach you're taking here. It's bold, <laughs> but it's funny. So I'm going to give you a slide for that one. I'm going to give you a point, in fact.
3: <laughs> oh. Is that is that how it's going to work? He's just going to talk about other films for every question. <laughs> Well,
0: Get the There's point. I mean, not much of a film to review here. It's just scenes that happen.
1: <laughs> I mean, no. I had, to be fair, to be fair, some of those scenes happen after other scenes.
0: Well, this is true. But I mean, if I had the choice between watching paint dry and then turning around to watch another wall have paint dry, or watch Tommy Wiseau's the Room again, I'd have to seriously consider my options.
3: Well, I I, I I will concede that this film did teach me something. It taught me something I never knew before. Go um, on. It taught me that chocolate is the
0: symbol of love.
1: <laughs> and that's a promise.
2: <laughs> Alex, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> uh. Oh, hi, Tom. Her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? Everything over on all at once, no one wants to help me, but I'm dying. As far as I'm concerned, you can drop off the earth, and that's a promise. Tearing me apart, Lisa. okay. Danny,
0: I would like true true. to know what you thought of the acting, particularly Mr. Wiseau himself, Sam.
1: I respect Christian Bale's. Um, <laughs> 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 it's a method. I mean, you see, like in the Machinist, how he, you know, he worked really hard to to get his body into that physical condition that that, that really shows the the torment and the suffering that his character goes through. And and I think that's a really, really impressive feat. Likewise, I like how in um, another film when he plays like a more adversarial role, he he will avoid talking to fellow cast members on set and to, to really build up that animosity.
0: Hmm. Okay, Alex, what did you think of the?
3: I don't quite know how to follow that. Other than that, uh, (laughs) in the film The Room, (laughs) which we are reviewing, the the main character, Tommy Wiseau, um, who... uh, Let's be fair, Tommy Wiseau
0: playing Tommy Wiseau. Uh... I mean, he couldn't even come up with a better name than Johnny, which rhymes with Tommy. Just, just, go on. I'm sorry, Alex. Yeah, well,
3: just, just remember, I'm probably going to get the names confused. So if I'm talking about one, I'm probably, I probably mean the other. Um, Yeah. So, oh, it's just, it's just the worst (laughs) self-indulgent piece of crap. I mean, he just strolls on and without any effort. He mumbles all his lines. I mean, even even the lines that he's dubbed over.
1: So you could say, his, perform- were... so you could say his performance was effortless.
0: He <laughs> oh, uh, said one thing about the movie so far. Uh,
3: it's just so bad. I mean, as I said, even when he even when he's re-recording scenes that didn't record properly with the sound. And dubbing them over. Even then, he can't speak properly. When he has a microphone and can do it as many times as he needs to, to make it sound like normal human speech, he doesn't. <laughs> it's just this weird sort of random non-accent. Yeah, voice. the
0: thing, you're trying to pin where this guy comes from, because I mean, you you hear someone with a Scottish accent, you're like, you're from Scotland. You hear. Someone with a German accent, you're like, yeah, you're from Germany. You hear Tommy Wiseau, and you're just like, wow, you're from Earth, maybe? <laughs> In, nope. uh, well,
3: say I, we know that all the only his only backstory is that he turned up. Was it was it Vegas? He said, or Reno, well, or somewhere.
0: This is the thing, right? He cause... turns
3: up with an out of state check that he's appa- that he's apparently stolen. <laughs> yeah, and gets a girl to buy him a meal.
0: I mean, let, let's just talk about Tommy Wiseau for a second, not the not the character now. Let's talk about the actor himself.
1: Oh, I, I think we're talking about the character as well.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's the mark of a great writer to put themselves in their work, is it? I don't know. Um, Tommy Wiseau has numerous times contradicted his own backstory for real life. Um, it, I'm just looking for the actor's name now. There's a a guy, the guy that plays his best friend, um, Greg uh, Sestero, um, who plays Mark in it, um, wrote a memoir called The Disaster Artist, which is about his experiences on, um, on the room and how he met Tommy Wiseau and how this guy found these... Because there's like, there was millions that went into this film that sort of came from nowhere and apparently... Tommy is like, huge on the property market or something. Um, and, I mean, he's got this shady backstory with no real sort of, like, history. He's just sort of appeared in Hollywood and been like, oh, yeah, and this guy. And everyone's like, okay. Do we think he's an alien? Do we think this is evidence of life on Mars, Venus, something, Uranus? <laughs> Alex, no. is, Al- Alex, is Alex Tommy Wiseau from Uranus?
3: Certainly yes or no, from... Alex. Yes no, or no. Not from mine
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Certainly. Oh god, I... Those sex scenes, did you see his disgusting body? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He looks like his body looked like what I imagine's su- the body of someone who takes steroids but doesn't work out. <laughs> that's that 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 that's what I imagine happened yeah. to him to get that, that might... body. Right,
0: that might be the completely correct.
2: Son. You can drop off the earth, and that's a promise. Tearing me apart, Lisa. Danny, two is great, but three is a crowd. I did not hit her, it's not true, it's bullshit. I did not hit her, I did not. Oh, my you You think girls like to cheat like guys do. Everything goes wrong all at once. Okay,
0: no, I no, want to know you. Um, this film is... Famous for its inconsistencies and narrative flaws. Um, Numerous subplots begin to happen and then seemingly go nowhere. Um, What was your favourite of those? So, I mean, just to list a few, you've got... um, I mean, (laughs) Denny in in himself is is a topic we need to discuss, the fucking weirdo kid from next door or downstairs or somewhere. Um, But, you know, there was him, her... uh, doing the drug dealing upstairs with the guy and there was the gun and then they just took him to prison without any police or anything you know that one uh, there's the mom with breast cancer there's the people that just randomly appear who apparently know um Tommy Johnny whoever his name is um towards the end of the film there's the people that end up having sex in their their apartment what 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 would you say is your favorite sort of story that went nowhere and and could you Perhaps come up with come up with an ending for these stories, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um,
3: I suppose the only one that even slightly stood out was um. The uh, I can't remember the name of the character, but uh, of of the the male of the couple who get caught in their in Johnny's apartment, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
3: having sex. Um. And when he later comes up to Johnny in the corridor, and tells him the exact story of what we, the audience, have seen, yeah, um, and it gives us exposition that we already have. And you know, I, I I suppose I'd like to see more of that story because it's 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 two characters who are already established as together. But away from the rest of the film, I want to see what happens when they stop being able <laughs> elsewhere to use Johnny's away
0: from the film.
3: <laughs> when they stop using Johnny's apartment um, okay. and for the, and, and because the, the, in that one scene not the scene where um, not the scene where he says because <laughs> that's the guy who says that chocolate is the symbol of love <laughs>
2: uh,
3: but the scene where he's in the corridor talking to uh, talking to Johnny. You can tell he's actually trying to put some effort into that scene. He's really yeah. trying, but he's trapped by terrible, terrible dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> that actor is really trying to give it something, and then, uh, and then two other characters turn up, and uh, <laughs> basically, uh, the the three of them, Tommy and these two other characters, start beating up the guy
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
3: for trying to show some uh, some actual acting spirit.
0: And uh, Sam, what would you say is the best subplot that didn't really go anywhere? Um,
1: see, and, and for me, the best subplot. See, for me, the best subplot. It does. The problem is, it does. Uh, it would probably be the origin of the monster. The problem is, it does actually have um, an explanation. But in order to read it, you need to read the um, the manga, which was only ever done um, as a tie in in Japan. It's called Cloverfield slash Kishin. And that reveals a lot of the backstory about like the Slusho Foundation, which uh, Matthew at the beginning of the film is going to work. That's why he's going to work in Japan at the beginning of the film for the monster attack. And also, it reveals basically sort of the background of the Chuai incident, which is referenced a few times uh, at the beginning of the film in the news and a few, and so they scatter a few little hints about it. And it explains the backstory of the monster and how, and how the monster. You know, it's a baby, and it was woken up by this this company drilling for this thing called uh, I think it was called seabed nectar, which is kind of like this sort of this this this, this quasi mystical uh, uh, ingredient which they discover be- deep below the the seabed, which causes which is uh, delicious and, if, and is used in the base of the slusher products, and is also eaten by the parasites on Cloverfield's back, which is, which is what causes them to mutate and grow to the size of like dogs. And so, again, the problem is, it's a really interesting backstory, which, of course, obviously, due to the way the film is done, you never the audience will never know of. And so I, think, I like how you have to actually actively go out and seek it out, to find out, I think it's a really cleverly interesting bit of, uh, not just t- a way of telling the story of, like, transmedia storytelling, but also just a really nice bit of uh, viral marketing. And the fact that they made it Japan-exclusive was clever, because, obviously, manga, you know, works and is popular in Japan.
0: I think word for word, that is how Tommy Wiseau described his uh, childhood.
3: <laughs> he was sleeping deep beneath
0: the earth and heard drilling. About. <laughs> he was woken by drilling. He's not. That's how he showed up him. in Hollywood.
1: He said, "Oh, oh, if, um, it all happened in Japan."
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> He's not even the Cloverfield monster, though. He's just one of the parasites that grew a bit bigger. He just had too much seabed nectar.
3: You know, with all the uh, with all the stories that don't go anywhere, you you almost think you. <laughs> You'd almost think that The Room was the base story for an ambitious choose-your-own-adventure film.
2: <laughs> that would be brilliant. Because the,
3: would... ma- the main story is so dull and boring, and there's all these other things that branch off that could potentially be interesting. But no, no. <laughs> we stick with the boring piece of crap that is the main thing.
0: I think. I think... Honestly one of my favorite lines in the entire film is by the way the test results back are back I do have breast cancer and then nobody says anything about it like what the fuck where's this got from all of a sudden just awful awful
3: oh, her daughter says something about it she just says ah oh, don't worry you'll be fine yeah <laughs> i'm bored with my husband <laughs> nobody
2: wants, nobody wants to help me and i'm dying as far as i'm concerned you can drop off the earth and that's a promise did you know that chocolate is the symbol of love? You don't understand anything, man? Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. You're lying, I never hit you. you know Alright, let's
0: talk about the Denny, the little creepy fuck. <laughs> um, Alex, what was your least favourite Denny moment? And uh, Sam, what was your favourite moment in the Avengers? <laughs> God's sake. Alex, you <laughs> first.
3: cause me first. Oh,
2: well, it was all just shit.
3: It was all just shit. I think the 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 worst moment was um was when the drug dealers trying to shake him down, because because it's just a solid two or three minutes of he and the drug dealer saying the same thing again and again. Where's my money? I'll go and get it. I need just five minutes. Where's my money? I don't have five minutes. Let me go and get your money. All I need is five minutes and I'll get your money. No, I need my money. Where's my money? I need it now. Just shut up! Shut up! Jesus. uh, Oh, Of course there's the creepy moment of when he comes in, when he follows the couple upstairs who are about to have sex and starts hitting them with pillows because I don't know, he wants to Fuck one or both of them. It's really fucking confusing. I think he wants to fuck the pillows. <laughs>
0: um, w- would you say if you met a character like Denny in real life, would you uh, would you take to him like everybody else seems to, even though he has some serious multiple personality issues? If
3: I met Denny himself, I'd I'd, I'd give him a five or eight here. You know, go, go, go into a, a porn theatre and watch some sex, because clearly that's, that's what you're desperate to do. You want to see some actual sex, because you've heard about it, you've heard rumours and whispers at college, but you clearly have no idea what it is. So here, let me do you a favour. Go and discover, young Padawan. And then please, please, for God's sake, get killed by Darth Vader.
0: And Sam, what was your, uh, your favourite Denny moment? And I'm sure this is going to be good.
1: Well, you know, William Shatner's a fantastic actor, and him and, um, <laughs> him and <the laughs> James Spader... <laughs> And, well, last Boston Legal was on the air. They were a tour de force. Honestly, God, they were—they the, were the best double act in television. But um, for me, my best Denny moment would have to be uh, probably the episode where him and uh, he takes Alan, who is currently uh, James Spader's character, who's um dealing with some night terrors due to his various emotional hang-ups, and so he um he essentially hog ties Alan and takes him to his ranch in uh in um in uh, Nemo Bay and in In Canada, and they go fishing and and it's his frustration of discovering that Alan is really really good at fishing and he can't and there's a fantastic scene where he ends up in frustration just hurling his rod down in the middle of this uh, this lake where they're fishing for endangered salmon, pulling out a shotgun and just blowing one of the fish away.
3: I love that you you said or you nearly actually said episode in your description there
2: yeah
3: just let's get drop the whole pretense completely. <laughs> Because, we haven't actually explained to to uh, the listeners what the film, what what the story of the film is.
0: You know what? I'd like to hear Sam tell us the story of the film. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. <laughs> oh god, what
2: have
1: I done?
0: And then Alex, you you can uh, you can rectify. You can rectify. Uh, Sam, yeah, can you tell us what the film's about?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, okay. So the plot of the film is that. Uh, um... <laughs> Hackman plays a guy called Sam Cahill, who is the, um, he, who grew up with a father who was a member of the Klan. And he's basically working alongside a young, uh, uh, um, a young attorney called Adam Hall to, um, get the, um, to basically get his, his grandfather off, who was, who's currently in the death sentence for, killing two, uh, Jewish children 30 years ago. That's, are we talking about the right film, yes? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Oh no, sorry, sorry, that's the the chamber. Sorry, that's the chamber. Um, I'm thinking of a different film. Do apologise. What's this? This is the the room, yeah? Tommy Wiseau's the room, yeah. Tommy Wiseau. Is he the guy who did Birdemic?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Objection, objection. He clearly hasn't watched
1: the (laughs) film. Oh, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it, and I thought it was a really interesting choice. Um, Okay, so Room on a Broom is about a witch and a cat.
0: Alex, would you like to tell us what the film is about?
3: (laughs) Certainly. Woman cheats on her fiancé, the fiancé kills himself. The end. (laughs) 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 You can't keep giving him points for talking about not the film.
0: (laughs) But it's annoying you, that's quite (laughs) funny.
3: (laughs) It's rude, is what it is.
0: Uh, I actually think you used too many words in your description. Um, I, I probably could have. Uh, I probably could have summarized it in uh, two words. Tommy Wiseau's The Room is Tommy Wiseau.
3: How about just fuck all?
0: <laughs> Change it to one shit. <laughs> uh, well, now okay. you're just being crude. <laughs> okay, for those of you that haven't seen the room and haven't heard our description of it um, in the last podcast, what you find in the room is a writer, director, producer, actor, um, what else is he, a prick, <laughs> who um, basically wanted, after seeing Citizen Kane, to make his own masterpiece, and created this self-indulgent piece of Tribe. Um <clears throat> It is one of cinema's greatest, greatest flops. Um, It is truly an awful film, and for that, it is also truly brilliant. Um, If you haven't seen it, Alex has literally just told you the story. It is about uh, a a woman that cheats on her husband, and then the husband kills himself. That is the beginning, middle, and end of the film, and then everything in the middle is just inconsistent. Um, It's
3: just pure self-indulgent tripe. It's basically, yeah, yeah, he had the money, so he said, I'm going to make a film about myself. Yeah. And but it's that, not. It's not like. It's not even like um, the Manos: thing? The Hands of Fate that we talked about we, we, weeks ago, yeah. where it actually had some interesting ideas behind it. So, yeah. can you make a film on a shoestring, shoestring budget? No, no. There's just this man pouring a load of money into a film that he can make about himself. It's <laughs> it's the fucking it's the uh, it's Friday of uh, of films.
0: I think, I think it's a bit worse than that though, because. Oh
3: no, it's it's even worse than Friday, I mean.
0: Everyone sort of like has their own little fantasies growing up of, uh, of, of you know, like, oh, I'm gonna be an astronaut, or I'm gonna be a this, or I'm gonna be a that. And what Tommy Wise always done is, he's taken this fantasy and gone, oh yeah, I'm gonna be married, everyone's gonna love me, I'm gonna be the best person ever, and then if I get scorned, oh, people are gonna be so mad, and then it's like, it's, oh, it's just like, it's. It's like Meg Griffin, the movie, like. It, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's like if Meg could do a movie about how her life should be great, then this is what that film would be. Except it's more pathetic than that, because Meg Griffin's a made up character and Tommy Wiseau's. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tommy Wiseau's a made up character, but at least they pretend he's not. He's like Father Christmas of Rape. You know, that's, that's my two cents worth right there.
3: I did not hit her. I did not. No, <laughs> no, you didn't hit her. You just pushed her down and threatened to kill her.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that guy. I don't know. He's, he's a wacky. Her.
3: He's a wacky character. Oh, everybody loves Johnny. Oh, he's a sensitive bloke. That Johnny. He's a psychopath. That's w- <laughs> <laughs> that's why they. That that that's what they're all telling. Why, that's why they're all telling Lisa off. They're not really telling her off and telling her she's a terrible person for cheating on Johnny without telling him. They're trying to warn <laughs> her. They're trying to warn her, look, Johnny's an emotional person. Yeah. <laughs> He'll push you down, threaten to kill you, <laughs> and then kill you.
0: One of my favourite Johnny moments, <clears throat> I don't know about you, it was, um, it's when he uh he sits down and Lisa's like, have a drink, have a drink, you'll love it. And he's like, no, I don't drink, and she's like, "No, you'll love it." And and then he pours himself like a pint of fucking vodka, doesn't he? I <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, right, but as, as a person who does drink, I can't drink that much fucking vodka in one gulp. I think it was water. Um, but clearly, I mean, he's an, you know, he's just good at everything. He can just do these things. God, isn't he amazing? God, I wish what? I was him. Oh, it's so of, bad what they did to him. Point of fact, so, com,
3: com, completely off-topic. Um, I went to see... Uh, oh, well, completely off-topic of The Room, but talking about uh, alcohol and uh, drinking, I went to see the film Man Up the other day.
1: Ooh, uh, Alex, you... we are not here to talk about other films. <laughs> We're here to
3: talk about The Room.
0: Fuck you! Right here, buddy.
3: Um, And it's a good film, a uh, love film, uh, with Simon Pegg and... Um,
0: Oh, I, forget it, oh, well, I did see it. the trailer. Um, it's the it, before, it's yeah. good,
3: but it's it's all set over the course... Most of the film is all set over the course of one evening when they have this date. Um, but basically, every place they go, you know, sometimes it'll cut from one place to another, every place they go, they're drinking about four or five beers, or having three or four shots. <laughs> and they go to about five different places, Like, and then at the end, they go to a party, and uh, acting completely normally. It's like, no, you'd be plastered off your fucking... You wouldn't be able to stand. I don't care how many beers you think you'd like the world to think you can drink, Simon Pegg.
0: <laughs> I mean, let's be fair, he's just on uh, the world's end as well. That's about drinking. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, anyway, sorry. Step, uh, st- uh, stepping back from Simon Pegg's vanity
0: projects. <laughs> um, as we're talking about Tommy Wiseau's The Room, I just literally saw um, San Andreas with The Rock, um, which, uh, for a disaster film, my lord, like, the dialogue in that film is disastrous. Oh, Jesus, good golly gosh.
3: I saw a trailer for the film where there was a wave.
0: Yeah, that the annoying thing is, if the film had the same amount of dialogue as Max did, I'm not on about the entire film of Mad Max, just the character Mad Max in the film. If if, if San Andreas had the same amount of dialogue as Mad Max did in his own film, then this film would be really good. If no one talked, they just screamed and was like, ah, fuck, I'm going to die. But it's the fact that every two minutes, like Paul Giamatti has to explain what's going on and then The Rock has to explain why he's going to save his daughter, or why he's doing this, or why he's doing... It's like, no, we know why you're doing it. It's your family, you want to save them. Shut the fuck up and do it already.
1: Is Paul Giamatti still in the rhino suit?
0: No, no. He's put on a bit of weight since then, although you couldn't really tell because he was in the fucking suit. Anyway, his accent's about as inconsistent as it was in Amazing Spider-Man 2, though. (laughs) Keeps flitting between sort of Canadian and then sort of like I think he's trying to just do a post American accent but it, it, it doesn't quite work. I I don't know. I, I I lost all respect for that man when he when he became the rhino. Or, or or should I say didn't become the rhino. As the adverts led us to believe. But anyway, Tommy Wise the room. You don't understand anything man.
2: Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. You're lying, I never hit you. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Danny, two is great, but three is a crowd. I did not hit her, it's not true, it's bullshit.
0: I did not hit her, Sam! Fuck it, you can tell us what you really think of this film. I, I just want to know, I just want to hear you actually talk about the film now. <laughs> Sam, what did you think of Tommy Wiseau's The Room? <sighs>
2: Ugh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: There we go. You okay. don't get to. You
3: don't get to do a big weary sigh. You've not had to. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't defended it at all.
1: That's because this film is indefensible. <laughs> but it's see my my main issue with this film is again I've seen it twice now, and, and the first time I saw it, it was it was for the whole oh this like, what show me this film I I've heard about this film I now have to discover you know what this film what they're talking about and at the time it was kind of the you know it it was the shock and awe of Tommy Wiseau's just. Ego, uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and just just the the sheer force of it, uh, and going back and watching it the second time, it just kind of I kind of it just kind of makes me feel sad. Not 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 because of how just utterly inept on every level this film is, but just because of the, I don't know, it just it exists now purely as like as you said, you know, as a testament to his ego and to his vanity, uh, and. It's, it's a fascinating thing purely because, um, I mean, you mentioned the disaster artist and I've had a, I've had a flick through it over the years, um, since. And it's interesting because when you actually sort of hear more what he was like, I mean, you, you see Twin Wiseau, Zone, like you say, you talk about him as, as this sort this great sort of bizarre sort of force, like he's Max Shrek in fucking, um, uh, Nosferatu, this weird mysterious thing that appeared and then disappeared, never to be seen from again, if only. But, <laughs> he, he, it, 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 it's, it's kind of fascinating how he is one of those characters where, and again, the ultimately that can be said about this film is this, and, and about Wiser himself, is that he is a man whose talent is inversely proportionate to his ego. Mm-hmm. And but that's the thing. But thing is, though, it's not even like the the, sort of the saddest part is when you you find out about this guy, and and it's kind of just petty, and and it's not he he's like quite petty, and, and it's not even like great shakes of ego, you know, earth shattering proportion. It's not, you know. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's not. It's not. You know. You know, famous. Oh, that famous German actor who once, um, in a restaurant, um, when being, you know, when a fan came up to him and said, "Oh my God, in you, you in your last picture, you, you, you were great," punched him in the face and said, "Great, I was monumental." You know, it's 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 just a guy who thinks he's pretty good. He thinks he's better than he is, and and has no has doesn't it has no ability to, to back that, that up whatsoever. And I think it's interesting that like, in the disaster artist, how you know he wasn't even like earth shatteringly arrogant. He was just kind of. Kind of just like unprofessional and kind of clearly didn't real- realize what he was doing and kind of just wanted, like you said, to make a film about himself without actually going to the effort of it. And it shows in the fact that you know, like, like he didn't direct most of the film. He wanted yeah. the director credit and he got the director credit through basically just demanding it and being a child. But you know that he had, he got, he you know he would show up on set and he'd forget his lines or he'd just be bored and just want start wandering around and doing nothing, and just 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 doing stuff because he was bored. And he got to the point where... I'm waiting
3: for the next sex scene to do.
1: Yeah, he basically said, I think it was like the script director, uh, the script the script editor or something, and holy fuck, that's a depressing thought right there. Um, <laughs> ended up directing like 90% of the picture, uh, as well as like bits of the... You know, like t- most of the cast is made up of people who have never really acted before, or, yeah, people who, were, who he, he had roped into working on the crew, like the guy who played Mark. I think he was also like the line producer or something. Or no, he, some, he, was he, he, yeah, he was a sound man. Yeah, the sound man. Again, he okay. just did it because he... This guy apparently, in in person, he's quite, in a weird way, quite charming, and he has some some sort of charisma to him, I guess. And he he was able to convince the guy to do it. And again, and
3: well, he 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 certainly wasn't the worst part of the film.
1: No, no, and it's just really it, it's just interesting that this guy, I, I kind of with Tommy Wiseau, I, I again, I kind of especially seeing then him going on to do later projects like his aborted um, uh, attempt at a sitcom, which is <laughs> the uh, that fantastic ad. Uh, he did, he, the best yeah. part of that whole thing was that ad he did for it because this, as I said before that ad is kind of that that's Tommy Wiseau in distilled form I think <laughs> so, that, that, that that's three those three and a half minutes and that is pu- that is the purest expression of him as a person I think <laughs> and him as a cultural force as well
3: I've not seen um, this so I'll have to look it up oh it's, it's, please do real,
1: he's, he's really incredible. fucking funny yeah but um yeah he's just kind of I, I I almost wish that he was more of a blowhard. I almost wish that he was more, I am just more aggressively egotistic. Because I think he's just kind of lazy. And I think that the film shows it. And that the entire thing is just really tired. And like you said, it was an excuse just to have him be able to say, attach his, have his name appear loads of times on a movie poster. <laughs> and, and that's why well, I think so, with, this film, with this film, I don't think you can even really get angry about it. Because it's, once you realize that, it just becomes kind of depressing. Almost depressing.
2: Well,
3: what I find, I, what, one of the things I, I actually found hilarious in the film, really, really hilarious, was the size of the typeface on the credits. Oh, <laughs> the yeah, <ends>. yes. Yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> massive, massive font. So you got about five names on the screen at once as it slowly rolled up. And then it took almost as long as the rest of the film to uh, have the song credits. After, the <laughs> <laughs> after all the cast and the crew had gone through. Uh, and even then it didn't take up a whole song.
1: And that's what I mean. It's all just—it's just that it's, just, it's not even spectacularly inept. It's just kind of, yeah, just kind of dumb and poorly made. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it it's terrible, but it's almost kind of—it's almost like—it's almost like jokingly terrible. It's, it's 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 the kind of terrible where you could almost almost if you know if you gave this guy enough credit, you could almost believe that it was intentional, intentionally awful. And I think that's you know that's what people love about this film is the fact that it's it's a it's it's a real version of. You know, it's like it's well, uh, what he's, it's like, what it's he's like Darth, to say. Like, since, yeah. isn't it? He's trying yeah, exactly, to claim yeah. since
3: that it's oh, it's meant to be bad. It's meant to be bad. Yeah, yeah. No. And
1: it's it's, 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 it's people, what people love about it, people love about it for the same reason that people love Darth Maring dark Maring- uh Garth Moringi's Dark Place. In that the whole thing is it's 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 the joke. The entire thing is just one joke, which is this is terrible, but it's a yeah. joke that's told very well, and that's it. And 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 this and and this is the exact same thing, except the joke is unintentional. It's it's you know, I could always Oh. The joke is terrible. The joke, oh, oh, it, it you don't realize it's a joke until you realize it's a joke.
3: I could almost get behind it. I could almost get behind the film uh, in in that sense, and and go to a screening and laugh at it with a load of people if it wasn't for those goddamn sex scenes. I <laughs> just, I sitting, you know, sitting alone, you know, in, in in my room watching them, I felt uncomfortable.
1: I felt well, that's because he's I've not a human. So- be- that's because he's not a human being. He's a human-sized peanut full of meat. <laughs>
3: so bad. and you know, Even the ones he wasn't in were really awkward because of how I, long they fucking were.
1: Well, not just that, but if, if just mechanically as well. I mean, just the human body just physically doesn't do the things <laughs> that uh, those, those scenes imply. Uh, uh, you, just can't, you, can't, you can't have sex with someone's navel with your kneecaps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a friend who went to a screening very recently actually. It was actually what prompted me to give you this movie um last week so it was quite recent I found her um her pictures of um actual sort of like with Tommy Wizo she got a signed Blu-ray copy of the room and I saw it and I was like I'm actually really fucking jealous. Like <laughs> I'm really ge- I would definitely go to a screening with all of those people. And Me. laugh. Actual to itself I that's like.
1: kind of another thing that have I kind of take issue with this film in a wider sense is the fact that it exists now and it only it's only popular now because of the because of that that midnight screening we 're all going to laugh at it and it 's because it's so terrible thing and that's fair enough but there's just no heart to it and at least like like I said going back to what we were talking, like you were talking about, you're talking about with um Manage the hand of fate. You can see that there's some heart and soul in that. Yeah. film. it's a bad film, and you can laugh at it, but at the same time, you can almost respect it. Whilst this, this, this exists now. Had, I think had had, people, had it not had, had had it not come out at the time it did, when suddenly you know the internet was kind of really booming, and, and this kind of this 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 kind of. This this wave of of people on 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 earlier on YouTube and, and and websites devoted to bad movies and this idea of and 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 sort of the the the, the mid the the, the early the, you know the millennial twenty somethings with the with disposable income going to the you know and that sort of that re, that reclamation of sort of you know well, however improperly defined of irony I, I just don't I think this film would have just been one of many that you know came it came it squirted out no one watched it and then it would have just would have gone into obscurity and it kind of bugs me now this film only exists now as a vehicle for Promoting that idea of enjoying, of enjoying something pure. You know, people, people don't. You don't need to watch this film to know the room. You can, no, go, on, you can go on YouTube. You,
3: you could, watch, you could any, watch any review of any of the bad movie reviewers on YouTube.
1: And everyone's done the room. And again, it exists. It exists now purely to be fodder for people like us, basically. <laughs> yeah. and th- there is nothing that you can say about the it. it's dregs bad. Of the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know there's nothing with the most frustrating thing about this film is that there's nothing you can sink your teeth into or you could say is that it's bad and then it's just kind of lazy and poorly met uh, or or indeed it's egotistical you can't even like delve into what makes it bad or or what the potential was it's just kind of meh. and it, and and the, and again the only the only thing that's remarkable about it about it is the fact that it's been able to become successful in a way
3: what annoys acronym. me so much it annoys, I, don't, I don't know i haven't seen figures or anything. But I worry that this film might have actually started making money now. Oh, it has? Because, uh, see, that infuriates me. That, that, that's <laughs> one of the re- that's one of the reasons that I, I hate the idea of the, of, of the special screening. and like, so, no, no, if you, go, <sighs> please, watch the movie illegally. Don't give it any money, for God's <laughs> sake. Don't buy the DVD no, no, or that's, the
1: fucking Blu-ray. One, no one's ever, no one's ever actually sat down and watched, like, again, yeah, no one's, no one watched his, his sitcom. I think they like, got like two episodes aired. But no one ever watched the sitcom. apart from a few critics and people who, and the, and the only people who have watched it are people who, you know, people who made videos about about the room and they, oh well, Tommy Wiseau's done another thing. Better dust off my uh, my mocking gloves. And yeah, I just like you said, it's it's kind of frustrating that this film exists because it, it 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 you know it has no, it's not done anything to warrant. It's not so spectacularly awful that it warrants.
0: It's not earned to study either way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's a bad film, but it's not the worst film. And that's and it, but it's but it's just an easy target. It's 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 the cards against humanity of films. That's what this film is. And that's that's what that's what that's why I, I find it difficult to even be angry at this film. Okay.
0: Okay. Do we have anything more to say? This is now your last chance. You know, this is your last chance for your for your closing statements now. Before I before I add up my points.
3: There's so there's so little there that it's hard to find enough things to be angry at it for, because there's not enough there. There's there's, there's just the fact that it's such a, it's a it's a shit movie. Everything about it is shit. There's nothing good there. So it's not it's not as if you can find oh there's this is one little bit that's shit and you can sort of say oh well this part of the movie they they were, actually had something but they threw it away but with this no no it's all crap. Everything's rubbish you, know, you can take any scene, any scene from that film and make a case for it being the worst scene in the film
0: <laughs> okay, Sam, is there anything anything you'd like to add before we uh
1: before we close? i, I would say I guess watch this film if cinema sins isn't enough for you or okay. if you want if you want to enjoy laughing at the same thing you laughed at at that YouTube video that you've already seen? I like yeah, I, I, this film just yeah, this film this film isn't like Alex said, there's nothing to this film. And again, it, it it's purely propped up by people who have basically said, Oh, this film is so shit, therefore I have to see it.
3: So, yeah. It's just
1: it is what it is, and no matter how much we try, we can't it's stop not it. True.
2: It's I, I do not hit. Oh, I did not oh, you think girls like to cheat like guys do. Everything goes wrong all at once. No wants to help me. i As far as I'm concerned, you can drop off here.
0: Before, uh, before I announce our winner then, shall we hear my money-making idea?
3: Oh, yes, please.
0: please. <clears throat> uh, I was thinking, how can we move forward with Fluster Cook in the same format, but also capitalise on it? And I thought, why don't we make action figures of the bad movies we review, so we'd have a poll of, of the worst character in the film. So in this in this case, it would be Denny, or Tommy Wiseau, but we'd probably choose Denny because I mean, who needs to add to Tommy Wiseau's ego? Um, but then you could have like the Torgo action figure from from Manos, and uh, and um, what was his name, Mr Stupid in the Stupids, and 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 and. But then we'd um, we. would have voice, like, there'd be the, a the button on it so you could do, uh, you could have your favourite lines in it as well. But there'd be two buttons, So it would be us recording the lines because we're not going <laughs> to the royalties to get the real voice. I,
1: I would happily, I would happily plonk down the cash for a, 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 a Torgo doll that I could, I could press a button on him somewhere and he tells me that the, uh, that he looks after the place whilst the master is away. <laughs> I, I would honestly no honest, I I should you know I I would if if someone kickstarted that I would be backing that paper.
3: <laughs> I think I I, I love Torgo so much I'd have him as king of all the other action.
1: <laughs> you, you, he you, he Torgo Torgo would get like the, the the Play Arts Kai treatment yeah, or, yeah. Or, or 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 you get like you know Figma to do it or something like that.
0: I mean in the same in the same way that I use in my in my Lego figures Ned Flanders is always like number one head villain. Um, <laughs> because he just looks so pathetic um that that's the kind of thing i've been thinking with torgo i I would use him as my sort of pierre resistance uh top of the tower of all of my figures but but like you say we'd record our own lines for it it'd be us doing the voices but then um there'd be a secondary button that you could use so that you as the purchaser of it could record your lines as well so if you don't like our voices, you can do it in your own voice. But then you can then you can add other lines in as well. So kind of... Alex, we could do your whole songify thing just <laughs> for, for room um for, for our room
1: figure. that would be glorious. I kind of want I kind of want like there to be different versions. Like you, like I said, you have like the, the really fancy, you know, true to life. Play Arts Kai yeah. Star Wars, but I want like the Kenner style reaction figures. You know, they like the Kenner. They do like the old like Alien and Star Wars toys from like the sixties yeah. and seventies. They and they started reissuing them, and they're all a bit tatty and shit. Yeah. And I would love like I would love like a like a, a Kenner style reaction style you know re- uh, reaction style version of the Master. Or uh, hell, I go for Tommy Wiseau because all they'd have to do is get a regular doll, spray paint the hair black, and just melt the face a bit. <laughs> <laughs> as
3: long as those stupid Funko Pop. Bastards, oh, don't get that that's actually, yeah, lights.
1: that's 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 what that's you know that's what I expect to see it done. I, I I totally see, within the next ten years I could see Funko Pop doing a doing a Tommy Wiseau the room figure.
0: Oh, and please
1: no! I hate those figures just... so
3: much already. I just
1: oh god yes, absolutely. absolutely. Well, we've had this fire. conversation before. I think we've I think have we've, we we've, 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 we've had this conversation before at various days. How how Funko. Pops are just awful and just the worst kind of things. And the, the, I find them the most frustrating is because they um Funko they hoover up the domestic like the, the Western uh figure rights
2: yeah.
1: to a lot of uh, eastern properties, like a lot of anime and manga. Which means yeah. that the only way you can get, you know, like official licensed products of those anime and manga are by buying fucking Funko Pops unless you want to pay absurd import costs.
2: That's uh,
1: yeah. And they're just ugly. So-
0: so let's let's get started on these figures right away. I think we, first of all we'll make them out of crackers because it's um it's cheaper. Make um, them out
1: of spoons in honor of Tommy Wiseau's The Room.
0: Well, he does love his spoons. Um, maybe we should send a picture of a spoon with every uh with every order.
1: You should Sign- check out the video. You should check out the video game. The, the, I, the, oh
0: yeah, you said about the
1: video game. I still have the, 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 the video game is fantastic because um there it's like a kind of. It's kind of like an adventure game slash turn-based RPG type thing, right. but um, uh, one there's a there's a side there's a little side quest which is basically collect spoons for Tommy Wiseau's spoon collection, and if you <laughs> if you get all the spoons, um, I see, uh, this is all referenced to um in the film, and you can see in the background in various scenes he's got just like framed photographs yeah. of spoons.
0: Okay photos of spoons yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah but um, if you collect all the spoons you get the secret hidden ending which reveals that Tommy Wiseau is an alien and he uses the spoons <laughs> to contact his mothership which in itself is a giant spoon he goes up onto the roof <laughs> and it comes down
0: <laughs> nice yeah. uh, I will actually look into that I do want to play that
1: it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun
0: ok then shall I announce our winner
1: please do I wait with bated breath <laughs>
0: Well, Alex, you've put up a good fight. <sighs> but I did. do have to say that you have won. Sam didn't make any fucking points. As <laughs> funny as he was, as funny as he was, there were no good points to this film. He did not defend the film well. Yeah. And so by rules of conduct, Alex, you
1: have won. Well oh. deserved, uh, For coherence, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> God yeah. knows that's the only way that any coherence is going to happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Alex, have you prepared a film for us to watch? I next? do
1: have a
3: film for us uh, to watch it's
1: next
0: It's not better and After," is it? It's not <laughs> going to be that hard, it?
3: It's not just you, I'm, 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 I'm saving that for a special occasion oh, um,
2: good
0: God.
3: No, this film I actually watched uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh, I believe I watched it as a child because some of the things I, 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 well, I thought were familiar but uh, it's it does have uh, in in the spirit of the podcast we lost uh, uh adventures in babysitting it, it does have some points to it that are good but it's also pretty fucking terrible so okay. i would like you to watch the 1974 jack and the beanstalk cartoon okay 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 it's uh it's it's both it's, it's both is it brilliant players... and really terrible.
1: Do 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 you know the studio? Because I'm sure there's been a couple of. Um, it's it's The
3: 1974, 1974,
1: yeah. 1974.
3: If you put that, if you put that into search, it, oh, it, it, I it's found all, it. I think I found it. It's, it's oh, all it's the top a... results. It should be it's an anime. Yes, yes, it does. It it is an anime.
0: Googling now. Oh, oh right, okay, uh, okay yeah all right okay yep I'm uh
3: I, I anticipate rather than a one-sided discussion as we've had this week, I anticipate uh, a discussion next week that that might actually uh, get get a bit heated. okay because unlike <laughs> adventures and babysitting it is it does definitely have bad points too. There's definitely bad stuff about it but it's as
0: i going just say because because there's adventures with babysitting. I think you were quite proud of that one when you gave it to us, and then we watched it, and you realised actually no, this is actually a good film. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. My,
3: my memory was clearly I remember or was remembering that one badly, but this one I have seen recently, so I know.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah.
2: I'm
0: looking forward to it in a in a sort of way. I'm looking forward to sort of chemotherapy or something like that, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh Okay.
3: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, yeah? If you want to get in touch, the website is uh, flustercockpodcast.wordpress.com.
0: hmm Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Didn't hit her. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. I did. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you can drop off here, and that's a promise. Tearing me apart, Lisa. Danny, two is great, but three is a crowd. I did not hit her, it's not true, it's bullshit. I did not hit her, I did not. Oh, hi, Puck. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? Everything over on all at once.